0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Gas prices can have a big impact on the types of vehicles consumers buy. And with the price of gas spiking in the U.S., it's not too surprising that car buyers are now more likely to consider buying a sedan or an electrified vehicle. Kelley Blue Book released its brand watch for the first quarter of the year, which is a consumer perception report that includes shopping behavior data. It found that 37% of non-luxury buyers considered a sedan in the first quarter, up from 31% in the fourth quarter of 2021, and the highest it's been in a while. That was just ahead of pickups at 35%. At the end of last year, no sedans were on the list of the top 10 most shopped vehicles. But in Q1... The Toyota Camry and the Honda Accord and Civic made the most shopped list. And one quarter of buyers considered an electrified vehicle, with Tesla, Toyota, and Ford being the most popular brands with EV shoppers. However, SUVs remain very popular. 66% of non-luxury buyers considered an SUV despite the higher gas prices. When Ford revealed the Raptor version of the Bronco earlier this year, it said its 3-liter twin-turbo V6 engine would deliver more than 400 horsepower. And now we know its official power numbers. CEO Jim Farley tweeted that the SUV is rated at 418 horsepower and 440 pound-feet of torque. But as you can imagine, fuel economy is not great. It has an EPA-rated 15 MPG combined. But that is one more MPG than its competitor, the Jeep Wrangler 392, which is powered by a 6.4-liter V8. Ford will start delivering the Bronco Raptor this summer, which has a starting price of just under 70 dollars That's about $3,000 more than the F-150 Raptor. And in other Ford news... The automaker agreed to settle a lawsuit in the U.S. over allegations it overstated the fuel economy of the C-Max Hybrid and the payload capacity of super-duty pickups. Ford is paying $19.2 million in the settlement, which includes 40 states and the District of Columbia. They claim Ford falsely advertised how far owners could travel on one tank of gas in 2013 and 2014 C-Max Hybrids, and that it used a deceptive method to calculate the payload capacity of 2011 to 2014 Super Duty trucks. However, Ford did not have to admit to any wrongdoing. The future of Michigan is extraordinarily bright. Um, We have such incredible assets, and I think more and more we're realizing how to put those together in a way that's going to help this state, really help lead the nation uh, as we go forward. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Here's a better look at the all new Honda CR-V, which it says has increased versatility, a more advanced hybrid system, and more capability. To us, it looks like the styling is more of a refresh with updated front and rear ends. But we'll find out more when it debuts this summer. Buick's first EV from the Altium platform will be a crossover called the Electra X. Many of you, I'm sure, will remember the Electra name. It was featured in Buick's lineup from 1959 until 1990. But going back to the new model, it has a more shark nose front end than we've seen from any other Altium-based vehicle, and it appears to have a camera-based side-view mirror system, which would also be a first for Altium vehicles. And we'd note, from what we've seen, it doesn't have anything in common with the Electra concept that debuted in China almost two years ago. The Electra X will be revealed in early June. Speaking of GM, it filed a patent for a dual-port charging outlet for electric vehicles. The first port can handle either low or high voltage charging, while the second only does low voltage. So the vehicle could take high and low voltage charging at the same time, or low and low voltage charging, depending on what the station can put out. This is meant to speed up charging times and would be great for GM's Altium vehicles that use its large battery pack, which is essentially two battery packs sandwiched together. And sticking with EV architectures for a moment, the supplier Morelli launched a new wireless battery management system. By eliminating the need for wires that allow communication between the batteries and their control unit, Morelli says automakers can simplify battery cell construction and installation add more flexibility for battery module placement, and reduce the wire harness by 90%. The wireless BMS is available this quarter and could hit the market by 2024. And the name Morelli might sound familiar. Magneti Morelli was the in-house parts supplier for Fiat, then FCA, for many years, before it was sold off in 2018 to merge with Japanese automotive company Kalsonic Kansai, which is now just Morelli and one of the largest automotive suppliers in the entire world. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. The seat is probably one of the most important components in a vehicle. If you're not comfortable, you're not having a good time riding around. So to make driving more pleasurable, the supplier Forvia, which is the new company formed by Forcia's acquisition of Hella, is showing off an intelligent seat that's focused on enriching the driving experience and wellness of the driver, called Seat For Me. It's equipped with an all-in-one sensor that's linked to software, which is able to monitor the position of the body and measure fatigue or poor posture. It can then automatically adjust seating position, bolster the seat, or start a massage function to improve comfort and prevent driver drowsiness. In addition to that, it can vibrate to alert the driver and it features speakers in the headrest that only the driver can hear. Forvia says the seat technology could hit the market in the next two to three years. We usually don't cover vehicle recalls because they're so frequent, literally several times a week. But here's one that's so unusual, we had to report on it. Hyundai is recalling 281,000 Elantras and Accents in the US and Canada because the seat belt pretensioner can explode. Three people have already been injured, two in the US and one in Singapore. The pretensioner uses a small pyrotechnic device to drive a spool that quickly pulls in all the slack in the seatbelt the instant a collision occurs. But in this case, the pretensioner doesn't just drive the spool, it explodes and can send shrapnel flying into the passenger cabin. Hyundai also had a recall for the same problem with the venue and the Genesis GV70 and GV80. Battery recycling keeps making progress. BMW is teaming up with the Chinese company Y-U to recycle used batteries from EVs. Y-U will extract nickel, cobalt, and lithium and deliver them to BMW, which will use the materials to make new batteries. It says this will reduce the carbon footprint of those raw materials by 70%, compared to mining them straight out of the ground. Since there aren't that many used EV batteries for them to recycle right now, they're going to start with used batteries from forklifts. And a programming note here. There will not be a new Auto Line After Hours show this Thursday, as John and Gary have decided to take an extended Memorial Day weekend. But they'll be back next week with four entrepreneurs who were voted as the most innovative automotive startup companies. And the technology they've developed will make your jaw drop. But that brings us to the end of today's show. Please like, comment, and or subscribe. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by the Michigan Economic Development Corporation.